Hello and welcome to M's Authority Podcast. This is episode number 17. Now, I also need to make a correction. Last week I said it was episode 15, but turns out it was actually episode 16. So apologies for that if anyone noticed. Um, I am just pumping out these episodes quicker than I even uh, can number them myself. So any who's, uh, I am M. I am your astrology guru, and I am here to help align you to the stars uh, in your business and with your life. Uh, so I'm bringing all the juicy goodness for you this week, uh, the week ahead updates with what's going on with the sky. And I'm also going to do something a little bit different as well. I'm going to, uh, I felt drawn to give you a bit of a card reading uh, to start off this episode as well. Uh, so we'll get to that in a moment. Uh, however, I just would love to do a little bit of housekeeping. If you haven't already, may you please uh, subscribe to this podcast uh, just so you don't miss any episodes. Episodes drop every Monday. Uh, So if you're a subscriber, uh, they will automatically uh, upload into your podcast player. Um, And if you haven't already and you would love to uh, leave a review, uh, that would be amazing and mean the world to me um, because the more people that rate and review this podcast, the greater reach that I can have and the more people I can impact. And that's what I'm all about. I'm here for the impact and here to be of service. So um, the other thing as well, uh, if you haven't already, come and say hey and let me know that you've been loving the podcast over on Instagram. That's where I normally hang out and play. Um, I love it hearing you guys and your feedback about what landed, you know, if you know the energy was spot on for you guys and um, everything that played out was literally um, the things that I shared with you. So uh, that warms my heart so much to hear uh, you guys and how you've been navigating the energies as well. So always feel free to message me uh, again. That just fills me up and just know that I know it's hard because I am literally having a one-way conversation with myself, although I know that there are people and <laughs> lovely listeners on the other end of this. So it is nice to actually interact with you. I love to respond. So if there's anything that you're loving about the podcast or anything you want changed or added, um, yeah, always feel free to uh, reach out and let me know. The other thing, uh, we have the Spark Your Biz Revival half-day retreat uh, this Sunday, the 5th of November. So if that's something you've been considering doing, um, definitely jump on that. Uh, It's going to be held in the Sunshine Coast. So if you're a Sunshine Coast local and you have a business, this is for you. Uh, Me and my girlfriend, Rosie, we are coming together and collaborating and we are going to create such magic, help you align uh, to the stars with your business and just give you that passion and joy back in your business. So we're going to be doing a little... Well, not little. It's going to be amazing. Um, We're going to be doing a cacao and breath ceremony. We're also going to be doing some energy clearing and healing on you guys as well. Um, Rosie is a beautiful pranic healer and I am a Reiki master. So we'll be working our energetic magic with you. And then we're going to jump into more of the practical stuff a bit of hot seat coaching. Uh, We're going to be looking at your astrology, human design, and then we're also going to be doing a burning ritual and getting rid of anything that you're not taking forward in 2024 with you and your business. So uh, if this is of interest to you, jump over. Uh, There will be a link in the show notes um, and get your ticket because there's only very limited. It's going to be a very intimate space. Um, So I can't wait to see you all there for that one. And without further ado, I think that's all my openings that I needed to get out of the way and intro sort of jazz. So yeah, what I'm going to do to start this episode, I felt really drawn to draw a card for you guys 
Now, um, the deck that I'm using is the Angels and Ancestors uh, deck by Kyle Gray. And I just did my testing with my pendulum. So uh, this was where the card was lying. So I went into uh, this particular deck and did some shuffling and we had a jumper. So that's normally how I always get all of my cards. I just keep shuffling and all of a sudden a card will just jump out and that's the card. So uh, we have for you beautiful listeners, the She-Wolf card, Unleash the Wild Within. Now, this is uh, so beautiful and perfect timing. Um, When I was reading this card, I was like, oh, my gosh, it couldn't have been any more perfect timing after this eclipse uh, that happened on Sunday, the 29th of October, the partial lunar eclipse in Taurus. We are now on the other side of that. And, yeah, this card is asking you to let your wild side up and out. Unleash your talents and your desires. The she-wolf is a powerful shamanic soul who is half wolf and half woman. She is the alpha female who is not afraid to stand out from the crowd or, in this case, pack. She is wild, unfiltered, and unfettered. She encourages you to not be trapped by limiting factors or weaker members of the pack or those who are trying to hunt you down because you have gifts they don't like or understand. She represents the energy of the wilderness and the unknown and encourages you to be free and unchained and go Beyond boundaries, release the animal energy within and track down what you need to do to express your true self. You are being rewilded at this time, guided to reconnect with your rebellious heart, the part of you that likes to break boundaries and go beyond them completely. If you've been holding back on your hopes or dreams, you're being encouraged to chase after them now. Let the wolf energy within help you track down what direction you want to go in. And don't let any traps or hunters get in the way of your freedom or your growth. The life you want is here. So that is super powerful. Now, on the back of this eclipse, uh, this is now, you know, eclipses can bring about, and I've been banging on about this for weeks and weeks now, um, but eclipses bring about sudden change and upheaval. And now we're in Scorpio season and this eclipse has just landed and we're still in Scorpio season for another three weeks. This is a beautiful time of transformation. So uh, this is literally calling you to step into that she-wolf energy and really go back to your wild, truest essence and what she is calling you to do. So, um, yeah, I just think that's such a perfect card post-eclipse. You know, I know some people have been having a really hard time going through this period, Uh, me included. It's been throwing a few curveballs and I'm still, again, integrating it all and still basically restructuring my life. Um, Again, this eclipse hit me pretty hard. Um, And this season, this is obviously closing out the cycles of the last two years with this particular Taurus eclipse. And so um, for me, it was hitting around my son is in the 10th house and that's my chart ruler. So it was very, very strong for me these two years. This has been um, the most growth I've experienced in my entire life. Um, and it's really just ramped up in this last like six months even. And I've also just completed my Saturn return, which is a whole other thing. Um, and that just happened to coincide with all this. And it's just like I with Saturn, it asks you to do the hard work and you will get the rewards. And I'm slowly starting to see um, from doing the work and the rewards and all of that uh, beautiful gift that is or gifts that are on offer post this. But um, yeah, it is just such a powerful, powerful time. So collectively, though, um, yeah, we are out of this um, 
you know, eclipse wormhole now. We still technically are in the eclipse energy up until we have the Scorpio new moon on the 13th of November. Uh, that will officially close that portal. However, the energies are definitely slowing down. Um, the next two days, you know, you might still feel heightened as that moon is still at its full apex, but it will be starting to wane and the energies are really going to be calming down once again. Um, and in saying that, though, we are still in Scorpio season. Now, Scorpio season is still, and if you listen to last week's episode, it's all about the death, rebirth, and transformation and growth. So if, um, you know, yes, we're kind of winding down. However, this is where the death still may need to take place or the rebirth might happen. And you know what? Sometimes there is pain when you're birthing. Sometimes, you know, it's like teething things as you start to start something new you know so you know things aren't going to just pick up so quickly uh they're definitely you know easing but it's still going to be a process and there's still growth and transformation to be had so bear that in mind beautiful beautiful people so um the other thing as well which i did want to mention um is the potency and the power of actually knowing and having your chart read now, I obviously offer these um, chart readings as well, and it'll literally be a one-to-one -one session where I look at your chart, we come together, I have all my prep staff with what um, your soul journey and evolution uh, is looking like, and depending on the type of reading, I sometimes uh, future forecast and predict as to what's coming up, but I normally do that in a secondary reading if you haven't had a reading before, because the first part is all about understanding yourself and knowing how to work with your energies, and then the next part uh, where we can delve deeper is to literally go into what we call transits and looking at how the particular planets are influencing your um, soul evolution and blueprint, which is essentially your astrology chart. So um, just wanted to add that in there, that if that is something that you've been feeling called to do, I will also add a link to that in the show notes um, because it's just so powerful. And like I mentioned before, you know, I had known that this time is going to be very challenging for me and lots of upheaval and change. Um and I've just been, you know, because I was aware of it, I've really embraced it and embraced the changes. And there's been so much change, I can tell you, in the last two years. And now closing out this one, I'm kind of like, okay, what changes next? Um, so it's a really, uh, knowledge is power when it comes to knowing what's ahead and how things are going to be activating and um, hitting you as well. So I just wanted to mention that as well, because I know some people were like, oh, I didn't know you did chart reading. So yes, I do. Um, so reach out if that is of interest to you, because yeah, there is so much power you can understand and just gain from uh, those readings. And they're really empowering. So strongly, strongly suggest uh, that you do that. Now, let's look to the week ahead. So as I mentioned, the energies are slowly dissipating. You know, we're now in what we call a disseminating uh, moon phase, well, moving into a disseminating moon phase, or a waning gibbous uh, phase, which is where the moon was at its fullest, and now it's slowly starting to dwindle in its uh, light until it goes all the way down to the last quarter. Um, and then obviously the last quarter, and then we keep continuing down to the balsamic and then building or, you know, closing out into the new moon where the moon is then rebirthed into a new cycle. And that will be when we have that Scorpio new moon. So um, that's the energy that we're sort of sitting in this week. And as I mentioned, we are still in Scorpio season. So um, yeah, there's a lot of Scorpio energy is still around. Um, we have beginning the week, which you'll be listening to this on Monday. Um, so on Monday the 30th, we're going to have Mercury and Mars come together in Scorpio. And so um, as I mentioned in my, uh, I think it was last week's episode in the Scorpio season episode in Eclipse episode, um, we're having these two come together and touch 
uh, in Scorpio means to be very careful of your words, okay? Yes, the eclipse is over. However, the energies are still there. It is still a, quite a volatile time um, with what's been taking place. And, you know, after post-eclipse and moons and stuff, you know, that energy lingers for a little bit, normally about two, three days. So this is uh, really asking you to still be aware of your words. You know, um, your words can potentially sting, just like a Scorpio or a scorpion has that um, stinger at the back. Um, in can sometimes be intentional or non-intentional. So just be really aware because Mars is what drives us and makes us want to take action and Mercury is our communication. And when they're both in Scorpio, um, yeah, you might want to, you know, jump out and say some things. And yeah, sure, it might be the truth because, this, well, generally speaking, Scorpio should be revealing the truth. However, um, if it's not the truth, it can definitely come back and bite you in the ass. The other thing is that, you know, you might not necessarily think, yes, it's the truth, but it might also sting the other person that you're telling. So make sure you're just aware of how you deliver that message um, and that you don't rush and that it's not out of spite or like, you know, a real sting to someone. Um, you can be gentle and the truth does not necessarily have to hurt, but there are certain ways in which you may need to look at when you're delivering that. So if you're having any important conversations come up um, on Monday uh, and or also Tuesday, this, you know, this energy will still be around for a couple of days. Really just pay attention to your words and um, know that sometimes if you do say something um, and it's not well received, then this can actually kind of create a bit of tension and a bit more drama. You know, something that you might think is kind of, you know, if you're just giving someone a bit of criticism or something, they might actually take that as a real kind of personal attack and sting. Um, and that might really affect their psyche and really stir shit up within them. And for something that was meant to be, you know, a small little criticism or critique might blow up into a whole different avenue of conversations. And, you know, all of this stuff might be purged out from the underworld because let's not forget that the modern day ruler of Scorpio is Pluto and Pluto rules the underworld. Okay. And that's where this stuff can be sh shifted up from that, underworld uh, and really then kind of get thrown in your face. So uh, make sure that if you are wanting to do that and you want to clear out that shit and purge that shit, then sure, go for it, say the words, do what you have to do. But just know that just out of an innocent kind of like, I just want to constructively say this, uh, it might blow up in your face and, you know, you might be getting a rude shock with what's to come uh, as a consequence to that. So heads up on that. That's Monday. Now on Tuesday, we're having Venus meet up with a beautiful trine with Uranus. Now, this is really uh, creating new opportunities. Having this, you know, Uranus is the planet of upheaval and change and rebellion. And Venus is this beautiful, benefic planet of love and beauty and money. And now Venus is in Virgo. So it's about using this to really refine. Um, and sometimes this can be really quite sudden. So there might be some really beautiful breakthroughs that you're having within your relationships around money, um, around what you deem to be of bringing you pleasure, something that's shifted within your values. Um, and Uranus is kind of like this innovative thing. So something is, is different. It's shifted. It's changed. You know, you're not the same after this eclipse period. Um, and all of this uh, Venus energy that we've been really working with um, since, you know, July. So Venus is going through a really big rebirth herself and having this trine, which is really nice, uh, free-flowing energy. Um, oh, pardon me. <laughs> a little bit. Um, is really, um, yeah, going to be able to create a beautiful shift and change. So 
uh, be aware of what that is and how that might come up for you. But I feel like, yeah, this is kind of like we're almost getting that little bits of clarity uh, post-eclipse, but I hate to say it, we're going to kind of get a bit of a glimpse as to what might be the opportunities and the clarity towards the back end of this week. But there is one other little aspect that I just want to kind of uh, warn you about as well that's going to be happening on Saturday, which I'll get to in a sec, um, but that can just create a little bit of uh, illusion and perhaps uh, a bit of rose-coloured glasses. So be aware for that. But, yeah, the energy is definitely, like, overall, it's definitely settling. Um, it's, yeah, it's definitely not as intense. We kind of had that peak and now it's it's coming back. It's dwindling. It's going to get easier. Trust me. <laughs> um, so, yes, the next point that I wanted to talk about, which there's, you know, after um, Tuesday, there's actually a bit of reprieve. Um for most of the week until we get into Friday. Um, you know, we're coming out of this, yeah, disseminating moon phase. So it's kind of about starting to look at, um, you know, where we need to kind of wrap up, close out loose ends, finish up a few projects and things, um, and kind of just really have that energy about, you know, closing out stuff, completing cycles, and, yeah, just getting ready to complete is kind of that energy. Um, because yeah, we also move into the Gemini moon, um, on Tuesday and then on what must be the second, I'm trying to get my days here. So that must be, uh, Friday, we move into a Cancer moon, um, and then we go into a Leo moon. So the moon changes signs very quickly. It changes signs every two and a half days. Now I don't often speak too much about this only because there's so many, um, changes within the, the moon. Um, but it is important to know as we're starting to come out of this, you know, what kind of um, energy the the changing moon with this waning gibbous moon phase, um, but then also, you know, what sign is the moon in? So, you know, knowing that it's in Gemini. So that's a time about being adaptable. You know, the changes that might have come up, now we're going to be a little bit adaptable for the next couple of days uh, and we're going to be able to implement those changes and, you know, be flexible if it wasn't something that we were expecting. Geminis can kind of adapt to that and go, yep, yep, we got this, we're going to do this. And then cancer is that real nurturer. So then like you're getting your emotions on board, you're creating that security again um, towards the back end of this week. And then on Sunday, we move into the Leo moon, which is about being seen. So once you've kind of painted that picture, it's about, you know, whatever's come out of the eclipse point um, from Sunday, we then kind of go through that journey of like being adaptable. Okay, we, we're acknowledging the change. We like the change or we may not necessarily like the change, but we're going with the change. Um, and then, yeah, we bring the emotions into it and then we're ready to be seen as this new version that we're coming out of towards the back end of this week. Um, so that's the, the kind of theme so far. Now, um, if we're looking at Friday, now Friday, the sun has a beautiful opposition to Jupiter. Now, um, normally oppositions can be uh, a little bit harder aspects to work with. However, because it's with the sun and Jupiter is a benefic planet, um, this opposition is, you know, I, I think and see it as more favourable and I see it as bringing opportunities post-eclipse, uh, especially because the sun is in Scorpio right now. So that's going to illuminate and, um, you know, with the sun being the illuminator and Jupiter being the expander and, you know, kind of showcasing us this and bringing us the opportunities in the abundance. Um, so I feel like there's going to be, we're going to get shown what it is and how and where we need to transform. And, you know, from that, these opportunities will present and they will be um, for our highest good. Like it's, that's a favorable um, point to this. So we're going to get that glimpse on Friday. So pay attention to what's coming up with you there. Uh, because yeah, I feel like that's just going to be a really 
beautiful opportunity to kind of dive into this transformation post-eclipse. And then Saturday, this is where I was talking um, before we, you know, we might kind of get these glimpses to what's coming up, but then we have another um, opposition this time with Venus and Neptune. And so Venus, as I mentioned, is a planet of love, beauty, pleasure, rules, money, our values. And Neptune is a planet of, um, oops, sorry, I've got the birds. <laughs> Normally that is like when I get the burps or things, it's kind of like energy just passing through. So I feel like I'm really tapping into some energies here. Um, so yeah, Neptune is the planet of illusion. Uh, it creates, it's like almost doesn't have a form. It's very boundless. So it's the, the ruler of Pisces and Pisces is formless. You know, it allows us to travel and kind of be really in the flow of life. It doesn't do well with boundaries. Uh, there are no boundaries when it comes to Neptune. Uh, so it's kind of just like this, this mist, if you will. Um, that's kind of how I like to see Neptune. And so when it's opposing Venus, uh, we might kind of get a bit of disillusionment around those Venus themes. So whether it's in your relationship to do with money, you, you know, you might also kind of see like something shiny object. And then it's like, actually, it's kind of if you kind of delve into that and if it's not heart centered or heart led, um, that illusion and uh, rose colored glasses may take over. So bear in mind that is um, playing out on Saturday where it will peak. So, um, yeah, that can be a really interesting thing. And so with that, uh, Venus, again, she's still, uh, I think at this point, yeah, she's still in Virgo, uh, doing her last little uh, journey through those last couple of degree points in Virgo before she'll move into Libra. Um, and so Neptune is in Pisces. So it's in its uh, natural ruler there as it is. And so it's quite strong there. So, um, yeah, there's just this element of kind of, yeah, perhaps, we still, because Venus is in Virgo, it's really about the refining. So looking at where things need to potentially be refined, but not being um, led in disillusion or by those rose-colored glasses. So whatever that is that is coming up for you, just be aware of that. Um, but know that after Saturday, you'll, you'll that mist will clear and it will become clear with what what it is uh, and the opportunities that are presenting and where you're going to get that transformation. That's all going to come. So um, you know, just be patient. So it's almost like we kind of get a little sneak peek and then we might kind of be under a bit of an illusion. And then as the we move into the following week, uh, we'll get a lot more clarity, okay? And uh, also on Saturday, it is worth mentioning that Saturn, our uh, ruler of time, uh, our daddy, daddy Saturn, as I like to call him, uh, the daddy of discipline, he makes sure that we do our hard work, but when we do our hard work, he rewards us. Or if we're not doing our hard work, he restricts and he takes things away. So uh, he has been in retrograde for quite a while now, uh, a few months, and he's going direct. So he is moving from zero degrees where he has been stationing for the last uh, little bit, and he's going to be moving forward once again. So his energy is going to get picked up. So He's kind of gone back through this seven, he went up to seven degrees of Pisces and then he went and stationed retrograde and he went all the way back to zero degrees of Pisces. And now he's going to move forward again on his journey as he goes direct and picks up a bit more speed. And so uh, this is kind of the areas of our chart that are going to get reworked over. We're going to do something different. We're going to do the hard work, what we've taken from this retrograde. Uh, we're going to come back more wiser and be able to do the work. So look to wherever Pisces is in your chart um, with Saturn because that's a two and a half year cycle as well. So if you are um, around 
27 and a half to 29 and a half, uh, you will probably be entering your Saturn return. And um, I've just come out of mine. Well, technically, if you class like coming back to zero degrees, I'm still kind of in it because I have a 29 degree Saturn in Aquarius, um, which is still coming really close to that within one degree. So I still technically, I'm just moving out of this. So I'm actually a bit excited that Saturn's going direct because that actually means (laughs) I have completed my Saturn return, guys. Um, so that's another cool thing that you can delve in and look at in your chart. Um, so Saturn returns happen every 27 and a half years. Again, it depends on where Saturn is in your natal chart. For me, it completed when I was 30 or just over 30. I'm now 30 and a, a bit. Um, so, um, yeah, it really depends on if you have an early degree Saturn or a late degree Saturn. Um, and so, yeah, if you've got your Saturn in Pisces, this is your Saturn return. This is really big two and a half years for you. Um, So we're already probably, I think we've only got about two years left of this because we've already been in this since March uh, where um, Saturn moved from Aquarius into Pisces. So um, bear that in mind. That is another um, thing. And I might actually do a full episode all around like Saturn and what he brings up in those cycles. Um, But know that just because you're not having a Saturn return, which is where Saturn returns to where it was uh, when you were born, um, and that happens again every 27 and a half years or give or take um, for each of us. Now, um, where was I going to go with that? Uh, good old Saturn. <laughs> I love how I'm like in the middle of something and then I kind of just like think about it. I'm like, fuck, what was I actually saying? Um, I don't even know. Anyways, uh, it'll come to me if it's actually important. But yeah, so Saturn coming direct is like energy is picking up, you know. So we're going to start to use Saturn to help us with this transformation that uh, we're coming out of this eclipse portal as well. So bear that in mind. Um, oh, that's bugging me now. What was this thing with Saturn? Come on, come to me. <laughs> um, I don't even know. Um, but yeah, so if you have Saturn in Pisces, maybe that's where I was going at is, yeah, you're going to be having your Saturn return. Um, look to, oh, that's what I was going to say. Look to, um, where Saturn is and what house it rules, um, because that's going to still be activating that house for you. And there's going to be some lessons and some discipline that you might need to bring forward into that house. Um, So that's another cool thing to explore as well. So even if you're not having a Saturn return, Saturn is still going to be playing out in your chart. And I just happened to be in a Saturn year, um, which is really fucking fun, if I might add. (laughs) No, I'm learning to love Saturn. Uh, He he does reward you when you do the work. So it's just about sometimes we do have to do a bit of hard work. Anyways, that's a whole other tangent that I'm going down. Um, Now on Sunday, we will have Mercury opposing Uranus. So... Uh, this is going to bring up a little bit of perhaps our communication. It's going to be a little bit all over the place. Um, having this, it's almost as well. Um, not only is it like, you know, our conversations and our communication, but it's also our mental chatter. And um, Mercury is currently sitting in Scorpio. And so, um, you know, how are we talking to ourselves? Do we need to shift and change the way in which we're talking to ourselves? You know, our self-talk, things like that can also come up with this uh, particular transit on Sunday. And so again, Uranus is that um, upheaval, quick shifting and changing the rebellion. Um, So where do you need to transform and shift your words and the way in which you communicate? Uh, That's a really beautiful energy that's coming through on Sunday as well. So um, if you kind of said anything on that Monday uh, where Mars and Mercury were coming together uh, and you kind of regretted it, well, this is going to be kind of like your redo, you know, you're going to get the (laughs) insight as to, okay, maybe this is how I could have done it differently for next time. So have that in mind um, that you will also, you know, not saying that you might say things you don't mean on Monday, you're not going to because you've listened to this and you're going to be aware of it. 
Um, but uh, yeah, that's the, the kind of energies that are playing out on Sunday with Mercury opposing Uranus. Um, now, I don't really know what else I want to say, um, but that's the week ahead. Um, I think this episode might actually be a little bit shorter because I was kind of feeling into, okay, like, what am I going to talk about this week? And, you know, sometimes I like to talk about a few different um, personal development, um, you know, things and learnings. But, yeah, just nothing really dropped in and came to mind. It was just the first thing that came in was like, let's do a card reading and let's just go into the week ahead. And I was like, all right, let's do it. (laughs) So, um, yeah, I think that's what I... I'm going to maybe finish up with unless something else drops in again. I kind of do these on the fly and sometimes just stuff just comes on in and I'll just keep on talking. And sometimes it kind of dries up and I'm like, okay, I'm done. Um, but I do. Oh, that's the other thing I just wanted to announce, which I probably should have done at the start. Um, about the women's circle. So I held a beautiful women's circle, um, last Sunday and it was so magical. Um, we had nine beautiful women come together and or 10 of you, including me. Um, and we did some beautiful women's work. We journeyed together with some ceremonial cacao. We went deep into meditation and did some womb clearing and healing. Um, and each of those beautiful women uh, received a personal little Reiki um, energetic alignment from me. And it was just such a beautiful space to hold. So I'm going to be offering those once per month. Um, so the next one I am offering is going to be on the 19th of November. Um, now, again, I didn't really advertise this at all and I was fully booked. I'm only taking on 10 for that. So if that is of interest, please reach out, um, as soon as you can. And I will put your name down because, uh, yeah, it books up really, really quickly. And I'm pretty sure, uh, <laughs> If all of the women and a lot of them are wanting to come back, uh, we may already be fully booked. So I will just confirm with some of those, but there may be a couple of spaces. So if that's something you're really keen on, please let me know ASAP and I can uh, get you in the loop with that. Um, so I think that was the, the thing that I wanted to uh, mention. And yeah, I think I think maybe with the way that the energies are right now, I feel like it's really a time where we're coming out of this. It's been such a long introspective time and you know there's been people that may have not been in this introspective period or not doing the work or going within and I think it's going to really show now we're coming out of this who has really done the work and who's going to make the changes and who's just going to be stuck in those same patterns and the same way of being um you'll notice who has and who has not been doing the work uh around you so Keep your eyes peeled for that. And I know that if you're listening to this podcast, chances are you're all over this shit. You've been doing the work. So you are amazing. Uh, Thank you for doing your work and your part for the collective. Um, It's just, yeah, it's amazing. And this is why I share what I do. Um, To give you guys the heads up, sometimes I kind of get a bit like, ugh, podcast. Um, But I know how much you guys get out of it. And they're like, oh, my God, thank you. That made so much sense. And I'm like, oh, my God, really? (laughs) That landed? Like, amazing. So, yeah, please reach out if it's if it's landing. Anyways, I'm going to wrap up because I'm getting rambly and no one likes a rambler. So uh, all of my love to you, beautiful, beautiful people. Thank you for being here. I am so deeply grateful. And I will catch you next Monday where we will talk about the week ahead and whatever other juicy goodness needs to come through. So I will speak to you then. Um, bye.